0: i played three years of basketball in Pine now for high school, and this is probably the best defensive team I've ever been on. Everybody wants to be, everybody wants to get a stop and then go down and score, and we don't care who scores. We kind of, we just want to get a stop, and our goal all year is to keep teams under 25, and if we can do that, we'll be pretty good all year long.
1: Outman. Welcome to the Wire Sports Podcast. I am your host, David Graff. Joined alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Robert Munoz. Got a phenomenal episode on tap for you today. We're going to talk a little high school hoops coming off the Taco John's invite in Cheyenne. Robert got to see quite a bit of action packed into two days due to the weather, making it a two-day affair instead of three days. So we'll talk to him about that as well as I got to Finally see the Pine Bluffs boys and girls in action up in Glenrock for a little Glenrock quad action, as well as Jordan Barraza from St. Stephen's. Just an animal. The guy can play. He's quite the baller as well. So that stuck out to me from Glenrock for sure. But speaking of the Glenrock games, we're going to have one of those superstars from that, that little quad of games is I guess what I'm calling in my head Ryan Fornstrom from Pine Bluffs Pine Bluffs boys Ryan had an impressive performance well he played two games so quite the duo of games up there in Glenrock so we'll we'll talk to him here in a little bit but first Robert how's it going man
2: another day in paradise here Mr. Graf. um I saw Jordan Barraza, he averages 31 points and 12 rebounds a game. That's insane.
1: He put up 31 points against Pine Bluffs in their game and then I guess had a down affair against Southeast with I think 19 and 13 was his final line. Now, he was, whew, he was a beast against Pine Bluffs. I didn't see the Southeast game, but. The guy can absolutely play. He, he's got a pretty good handle, knows how to pass the ball. He's got a good shot. His shot wasn't really falling against Pine Bluffs, but he was getting to the hole. Man, he can play. Dude. He can, he's, he's a guy that if you have a chance to go see St. St. Stephen's play anywhere, you got to find a way to get in the gym because he's going to put on a show.
2: Awesome. Well I'm glad you were able to uh, watch some quality basketball there in the center of Wyoming, I guess. Well, what else stood out to you about the little uh, little quad is that what you called it?
1: That's what that's what uh, Frank Gambino from Wild Preps and myself we were calling it the Glen Rock Quad. Glen Rock Quad. I don't know if that's uh, the official term for what happened last Friday, but I I like it. It's got a nice ring to it. Well, first off, biggest takeaway from the whole whole quad of games besides Jordan Barraza was high bluffs, man. They got a lot of talent on the team. Just you think you've got one guy contained and then another guy is perfectly capable of handling the load. And then – as soon as he kind of starts to get going, they might put a little more defensive emphasis on this guy. So then another guy picks it up, and then it might go to somebody who is struggling shooting, and then he gets going. And we talk a lot about Stu Larwick, but his little brother, Justin Lerwick, that kid can play. He's got a nice little shot running up and down the floor, trying hard on defense. He's a little, little – small as a freshman but by the time he's a senior if he hits that growth spurt like Stu, justin's gonna be he's gonna be a a tough guy for people to handle projecting out a few years from now for pine bluffs so there's just a ton of talent on that pine bluffs team it's incredible how much talent is on that team and then another takeaway i saw both pine bluffs games I Bluffs boys games. I got there at the end of the first girls game against St. Stephen's. They, the girls handled their business easily against St. Stephen's and Shoshone and Jaden Sheila, former guest on the pod here. She's, you know, she said that their team wasn't going to be great, but she wanted to see what they could accomplish as a team this year, see what they could do. And I think, Maybe after Jaden's gone, they, they're going to have a really good, really good group of girls to go forward with. I mean, Jessica Hoffman inside was, she was impressive. She was rebounding and scoring. You know, there was a streak there, I think, where she had a couple of different streaks of six points in a row during the game against the Lady Blue. I guess that's the name for She's showing They're not the Lady Wranglers. They're the, they're the Lady Blue. But she was nice inside. Jaden's got a real, real good command of that offense, and everybody on that team looks to her in terms of what are we doing. Well, ask Jaden. She knows what we're doing. So I really like that. That that was impressive from her. But you were you were at the Taco John's invite got to see quite a few different teams. What stood out to you the most from the action down there in Cheyenne in the capital city?
2: What what stood out to me the most uh, is the East girls are really, really, really good. And it'd it'd be hard to see them um, not winning another state title. Uh, You know, they go out there and just – really take it to Neutrona County. Um, right right off the bat, they, they build a 20-point lead really quick, and then they hold that lead for the entire game. It was over after the – it seemed – I don't want to say that it was over, but, it, it was, I mean, just the energy that that team plays with. And they play really well together, and – you know, if they're beating the number two ranked team in the state, um them being the top ranked team in the state, if they're beating the number two ranked team in the state handily like that, you know, it's early in the season teams are going to get better. But, um, you know, that's saying a lot, especially because the East coach, Eric Westling, always emphasizes reaching their full potential. And he says, um, you know, that's a long ways away. So... These girls, you know, they have – they cause so many turnovers. They turn defense into offense. Everybody contributes no matter where it is on the court. And really well coached. The addition of Jordan Jones, who played at Regis Jesuit last year, former Cheyenne Central Lady Indian. Um, She leads the state in scoring, you know, They're just a complete team. It's pretty interesting, because they have a couple of really young players, and they're really good. Those young players got a ton of experience last year, uh, winning the state championship, and they're back this year, and they're wreaking havoc, and they're, they're just the best team in the state. Absolutely, no doubt. It's pretty impressive.
1: Yeah, I mean, they dominated that state championship last year against Cody, I believe, is who they played in that final game. I said I was going to ask you this la- during last week's pod after the games. You mentioned a few few names there from the East Girls team, but who stood out individually to you from this past weekend? Who, who was it that put their name on the map with uh, Robert Munoz?
2: She didn't play that well against East, but she played really well against uh, Central was Megan Hagar. Um, You know, she – I think she had 12 points in the second quarter and really sparked Neutrona to win there, Um, you know, overcame a loss that they had the night before, that loss against East. So she
1: kind of stood out to me. Yeah, Megan is certainly – she's a – great player. She's really good. I've seen her a few times so far this season for the Phillies. She can shoot the lights out of the ball, and when she gets going, she's difficult for opposing teams, and certainly somebody that, you know, her teammates seem to rally around when Megan is shooting the ball well. She's only a junior as well, so a lot of time to watch Megan Hagar play, and certainly, Take a lot more threes, so looking forward to that as well. But any other overall takeaways from the action there in Cheyenne? I know you didn't get to see as many teams as you would have liked, but anything else from from the Taco John's invite?
2: Um, I guess just another thing on the East 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 boys this time. Um, you know they're nine and one. Uh, they lost a lot of production from last season, and they came in and they're making a lot of noise their only loss was to a really good Fossil Ridge team from Fort Collins. Um, they're playing really well right now. And, uh, you know, there's always – they're going to keep getting better and better. And
1: Yeah, certainly a lot of time for teams to continue to improve. Only thing I really heard about the tournament was that it's the Taco John's invite, yet Taco John's was not available inside of each High school gym. Yeah, what's up with that?
2: I've been wondering that for about 10 years now.
1: Taco John's, you got to step it up. If you're going to put your name on it on a tournament like this, people want potato LA's while they're sitting in the stands. That, Where's the that taco
2: was, stand?
1: That was something that parents here in Casper, they said that that was a, a real disappointment. They wanted to watch potato LA's as they watched their kids play, but they wanted to eat Potato Lays as they watch their kids play. But sad, sad, you know, just calling out Taco John's here on the podcast. But uh, what games do you have this weekend? What, what, who are you off to see in Cheyenne this weekend? Who do you get to cover?
2: This weekend consists of strictly Wyoming Cowgirls basketball coverage. Um, all the teams are playing. Out of town? Well, East will host Scott's Bluff here. for a double header, I'm um, a really good Scotts Bluff girls team, and an always good competitive Scotts Bluff boys team. but um, I will be in Laramie for the Cowgirls game, and uh, I think Mr. Jonkey might have updates from the uh, East game. those East games.
1: Well, that's good to know. That's good to know where to follow follow Jeremiah at Junkie. That's J-J-O-H-N-K-E. I think I spelled that right there. I'm going to double check so I'm not giving out improper information. Yes, that is at J-J-O-H-N-K-E. If you want to follow along with those games and you're not able to make it into the gym. Follow Robert at our 307 if you're trying to stay up to date with Allison Ferdig and the rest of the Cowgirls. Are you excited to finally get to cover a Utah basketball game again?
2: Uh, this will be the third and fourth Cowgirls games I'll be covering this year. They haven't played at home since in over a month which sucks. Um, so, yeah, I was really looking forward to the Wyoming men's game today against San Diego State. Uh, so I had that one marked on the calendar. I marked it. I wrote, wrote on my calendar. UW versus SDSU. Nope. So, yes, to answer your question, I am excited. I'm excited. I like going over to Laramie and watching, watching really good Cowgirls
1: team play Yes, certainly should be fun they're giving away mugs tomorrow I saw that
2: I'm really trying to, it, yes I'm going tomorrow and I'm going to try and maybe snag one of those mugs
1: based on the tweet that uh, the Wyoming women's basketball account put out you got to stay for the whole game to get the mug So, oh, I I'm going to want- be the last one there I know Robert will be, but for anybody listening who and
2: like the so, 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 they're handing them out after the game.
1: Yes, it says after the game they're handing out the mugs. So should be it's a it's it's worth a drive over there for that mug. Frankly, it's a pretty sweet mug. Um, I was eyeing it. I'm like, man, if I didn't have a Kelly Walsh double header, I'd try to. F- Finagle the way down there to see Allison Ferdig and the rest of them play for the first time this year.
2: You're you are covering a Kelly Walsh doubleheader tomorrow on Thursday.
1: That is correct. Kelly Walsh plays Cody in the Oil City. That is my plan. So awesome, man. to That, yeah. that Kelly Cody Walsh, play.
2: that, that K Dub Boys team is pretty good, right? Second ranked team
1: in the state, nine and zero the record says they're pretty good and we'll see if they can continue to defend home court. They took, it looks like they took care of business down there in Cheyenne. They played Riverton, Windsor and Douglas, who's three A obviously. So,
2: but a really, really good three A team who beat,
1: um, they were number one in three A. So, you know, they
2: they beat South.
1: So exactly. So I, I, don't think that they're going to get their toughest test of the season against Cody, but they might next Friday when they go on the road, they're going to take on Thunder Basin. So I think that's when we'll find out how, how good Kelly Walsh actually is. I, I really like the team, and I think that they have a really good group of guys, but I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued, you know, they don't have that guy. Don't have, from what I've seen, from the they don't have that guy who, if the shots aren't falling, can take over and create for himself and get to the hoop. And you know, they're just that's the only thing they're missing, if you ask. Me. They don't have to stew Lewick for the Trojans, but you know, maybe or the, one or of old or old the Ryan Or the Ryan Foinstrom,
2: so maybe one of those guys will emerge.
1: Yes, there's plenty of time, as we've said here, but. For right now, let's get to uh, let's actually get to Ryan Fornstrom from Pine Bluffs, the guard. Guy's got a he's got a Tony Parkery floater. If you haven't seen it, you can check out some of his better plays from Friday and Glenrock on my Twitter at Mr. David Graff. But he's got a nice game. He he's a good shooter, good dribbler. That float game, though that that's what's the most impressive, I think, in his bag. That's something that really stood out to me. So enjoy this right now with Pine Bluffs guard Ryan Fornstrom. All right, we have Pine Bluffs guard Ryan Fornstrom. The kid, as I just mentioned, has a Tony Parker floater, and he has enough time in his schedule to grace us with a few minutes of time. Really appreciate him coming on. Ryan, how's it going tonight? How are you doing? Uh, it's good. We just got
0: done with practice, actually, and it was really good practice, so the day's been pretty good.
1: Really good practice. Now, I'm just going to attack that right away. What is a really good practice for Pine Bluffs? Oh, uh, we got a lot done. We did pretty much everything today. Got
0: a little scrimmaging in, and it was just intense practice the whole day, so it was, it was good for everybody.
2: The energy level was good today, then, is what you're saying?
1: Oh, yeah. it was. It was really high today, actually. The guys knew you were going to be on the Wild Sports podcast, and they were like, all right, we got to run him to death. we got to make sure that he's fighting over as many ball screens as possible, you know, foul him as hard as we can. No, I'm just playing. Well, Pine Bluffs, I mean, you guys have an incredible team from what I've seen in a limited sample here. And from what I've heard, it's not the only game that you guys have played that well. What is it about this team that – you think makes them special you and the rest of the guys what what makes you guys special uh i think one of the biggest
0: parts is we've played together since second grade so all of us have played together for a really long time and we all kind of know each other and any of us can score the ball so they can't just guard one of us so anybody on any night could score 20 if they really wanted to so it's just it's hard to game plan for us and we just play really well together as a team
1: You're not wrong about, you know, you guys have a bunch of guys who can put up 20 like that, Mm -hmm. snap my fingers just in a hurry. What's it like playing on a team that, you know, you have so much talent like that? Obviously, most teams, you know, it might be managing egos, but you mentioned that you guys have all been really close for a long time. So what's it like when your teammates are going like that?
0: Uh, I think it's awesome because – You know, we game plan every once in a while. Don't let this kid shoot. He shoots really well. But on our team, you literally can't let anyone shoot or touch the ball because we can all just score it so easily. So it's hard to game plan for us, I feel like, because there's so many of us that can score the ball kind of whenever we want to.
2: I know David kind of said, asked you what makes you guys, um, you know, so good. But what's kind of stood out to you the most early this season about your team? I know it's early, but, you know, what's what's kind of uh, caught your eye?
0: Uh, i played three years of basketball in Pine now for high school, and this is probably the best defensive team I've ever been on. Everybody wants to be – everybody wants to get a stop and then go down and score, and we don't care who scores. We kind of – we just want to get a stop, and our goal all year is to keep teams under 25, and if we can do that, we'll be pretty good all year long.
2: That's a pretty lofty goal there Mm -hmm. for sure. Um, do you think that's going to be the path to, you know, make a run in the postseason is kind of lean on your guys' defense?
0: Uh, I think that's going to be a big thing. If we get stops uh, – coach always says uh, points just determine how much you win by. We can, If we get stops every time down the floor, we can score two points and still win a game as long as we play defense. And you don't got to have a good night of offense if you're playing good defense, so it always helps.
2: So for you, I mean – you're one of the top um, – you're one of the top facilitators in the state. Uh, you know, have you always been like that? Have you always been able to just kind of distribute the ball really well and, you know, set your guys up for shots?
0: I think so. It, it helps a lot having Reed, Stu, and Dalton who can literally knock down shots wherever you give them the ball. So, one drive and I can kick it to anybody. So, it, it helps a lot having those three, but it's always been kind of what I do as a point guard is just – pass the ball, which is fine with me. I love it a lot more.
1: Setting up teammates to, you know, knock down shots is great. You've got, as I mentioned, a pretty nice float game at the top here. What what is your favorite thing to do on the basketball court? What what gets you pumped up? Probably a floater. It's it's always been one of my things
0: because I've always been a lot smaller and I don't I think this year AAU is the first year I've ever played with my own age division, so I've been a lot smaller and you got to find different ways to score and the floater's always just been one. That's the easiest way to score for me.
1: So one of the things that stood out from, I'm calling it the Glen rock quad here from the pine bluffs team. You guys love yelling and one on uncontested baskets even. So what's the deal there? What's up with this and one thing?
0: Uh, It comes from practice when we all foul each other and we want to get in each other's faces and yell and one. And, it finally came back and bit Stu in the butt. He yelled "And one!" and got a technical. And uh, even all the teachers at school have been calling him "And one," and nobody'll let him. Nobody'll let him go with it. So that's probably his name for the rest of the year.
1: <laughs> the the kid, the play that Ryan is referencing, I watched it back the other night, and the kid that Stu just screamed "And one" in this kid's face was so much smaller so much smaller than stew and <laughs> yes the technical was warranted I, I it was it was comedy though but yeah for sure well well let's stay with you know the quad here you guys went up against st stevens jordan barraza stood out to me what was it like playing against him you know he he had a good game against you guys but what do you think it is about his game that made him so successful against the hornets he he's super good he's like six seven or something like that he kind of
0: reminded us as Reed said like KD he can pull up and hit a shot from anywhere he just rises over you and it's so smooth I think we were surprised we knew he was good but we didn't think he was that good I don't think and he surprised us he's probably
1: I would say the best player on that side of the state he's he's solid well I'm glad I'm not alone in that in that viewpoint there but what 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 is it, you know, when you're going or Stu's going, what is it that, you know, keeps you guys going? What is what is the motivation for, for the Pine Bluffs Hornets? What is it for you guys? What 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 kind of drives the train? Um, I think one of the biggest things is none of us have ever
0: really we hate losing. So that that helps a lot. And losing in the semis last year it it was not fun at all and Losing in the semis, coming up short in football this year, would really suck. So, we don't really want to experience that again. So, we're just trying to have fun and hopefully get to where we want by the end of the year and hopefully win a state title.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You talked about a little bit about your AAU um, uh, and playing AAU this past summer. Uh, What was what was how did that go? How was your how was your summer? uh, You know, playing AAU. What team did you play on? um, You know, just how did that all go for you?
0: Uh, I played for a team out of uh, Fort Collins, and it was called Rocky Mountain Fever. Uh, Our coach, he was super good. Most AU coaches don't want just you to go out and shoot the ball, or they want you to go out and shoot the ball. And Our coach was big on defense, and I think it helps a lot to go play. That's those good players all around the nation and actually have to play some defense on some really athletic kids. So it was it was fun. We were pretty good. We went to the Vegas, Wichita, uh, Kansas City. So we were all over the place this summer, and it was it was a fun time.
2: You know, how does that just prepare you going into the season overall?
0: Um, it it's big, I think, because most people don't get on the floor. They play basketball and then do track and football and back to basketball. But basketball has always been. year round for me so I've kind of never had to fade away and try to get back in the in go mode I've just always been playing so it's it's really good
2: do you do you uh is basketball your favorite sport over football
0: uh it matters but when I'm playing football was really fun this year so yeah this was probably the first year that I've ever thought I can't pick one
2: wow so I know it was tough for you um last year you didn't get to be on the court. Um, how tough was that experience and did it kind of, did it give you more motivation to come back and make a little bit more, more noise this year?
0: Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, you only get four years in high school and I didn't get one last year. So I was, I was pretty upset, but I got to play at state thankfully. And, uh, I was really excited about this year. Uh, I told coach that if we had to go and run, I'd be willing to run rather than sit out again. Cause that, that was not fun at all. And Ty has to experience it this year uh, for a senior year and that sucks for him cause I've been there. It's not fun, but he's still being part of the team. And I think that's good. We're going to try to get one for him. So.
2: Yeah. Uh, is it tough having to, you know, pick up that production that Ty brought that was lost? Um, you know, what's that been like? Is it been a group effort? Um has, maybe one guy been leaned on a little bit more than he would have been what's that been like picking up that production that Ty would have brought
0: I think one of the biggest things was boards he always had 10 or plus boards every game so it's been a big thing for the whole team to go board and every even point guards gotta get boards uh we set goals every game and most of the point guards goals have been to get five ten ten boards so that's been the biggest thing I think and on the offensive side, we have threats everywhere, so we figured we could pick that up, but I think the defensive side is kind of where it's came in big.
2: So Rocky Mountain knocked you guys out last year. They knocked you guys out in the, in the, in the playoffs and in the football season. What's it about those guys that, you know, has just caused you guys some trouble here recently?
0: Uh, I think – we, we've we been, yeah, last year for basketball, we were super young. I think we started four juniors and one senior and, or, yeah, four junior, no, four sophomores and one junior. So last year, I think we were just a little young. Didn't have much experience there. I think I was the only one, me and Stu were the only one that actually played at state my freshman year. So experience and then football, I think experience was kind of the same thing. I think we were
1: prepared. We just didn't play our best game. Staying with football kind of there. You guys might have played Shoshone in the championship had you been able to knock off uh, Rocky Mountain there. Was there any aggression? You know, you guys seem to really want to beat Shoshone on Friday. Um, it was definitely a big thing. Uh, we
0: still all have that taste in our mouth. We thought we deserved one and we should have had a ring. And we came up short, so they, they got it and they earned it. But we definitely were ready to play Friday. We, we, wanted, uh, we wanted to win that game. That was one that we wanted bad.
1: You mentioned defense a few times here. You're you're a little bit of a smaller guy. I'm just I'm sorry, but <laughs> it's good. It, it, it's how it goes. But how how do you make up for that on the defensive end of the floor? What do you do? What do you have to do to be a key contributor on that end? Uh, I think applying pressure
0: early. If we uh, Dalton and I, if we get there early, we're smaller, but making them not catch the ball and not let them get middle. I think. If you apply a little pressure, it gets in high school kids' heads, so that's kind of how we have to play. The big guys can play a little farther off than we can, but if we're up in their face, usually it helps.
1: (laughs) You had quite a few steals and then, you know, dribbling it down the court, running the break. You guys play a fast tempo. Are you conditioned for that? Is that something that you guys are doing a lot of running? You mentioned running earlier as well, but – what, what, is it, what kind of style do you guys want to play?
0: Uh, I think our style is we want to run everyone out of the gym. We want you to be tired, and we want to be able to run up and down the floor the whole entire game. Um, Wednesday or Tuesday's practice, I think we ran for the whole first hour. I don't think we touched the basketball the whole first hour. So our goal is definitely to run people out of the gym, and if you can stick with us, then we just got to make shots and get stops. But we're going to try to run you out of the gym that you're so tired you don't want to play.
1: Now you mentioned earlier that you try to keep teams under twenty five against Shoshone. you gave them twenty seven. What's the punishment when they go over twenty five what do, What do you guys have to do? There's not an actual punishment uh
0: the assistant coach has been trying to think of one he wants he said he wants us to run a five and thirty for every point they score over, but that could be rough if they catch us on a bad night so we're we're they're trying to think of one, but they gotta find one that's not as harsh.
1: <laughs> That's pretty good. I mean, 25 is a lofty goal. Is that something that you guys set as a team, or was that something that the coaches were like, we're gonna hold opponents under 25? What is it? Where did that number come from? Uh it, it was kind of both. Uh we we've always wanted to score a lot and wanted to
0: beat teams by a lot. And the coaches, everything starts on defense. If we want to win games, we're gonna have to get stops. So they kind of brought it up and we, we liked it. So we're, that's our goal for the year is to keep teams okay. under 25.
2: So that, um, are we calling Stu's layup a dunk? Is that a dunk?
0: I, I can't give he, it to him. He got a technical, so I can't give that one to him. You can probably throw it down
2: a little harder than that, right?
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, his legs might've been I, a little dead, but that's no excuse. If I was his height, I'd be throwing it down. And I tell him that every day and. Him and Reed yell at each other for not dunking it, so it, it's kind of funny. And nobody will
1: tell him it's a dunk, and he's all mad about it, so it's kind of funny. <laughs> well, I gave it to him. I said it counted because it it was pretty close. You know? <laughs> like I don't know if that was like a full throwdown, but I guess it counts because Jordan Barraza had two dunks in that game, so I, I was willing to give it to him. <laughs> That's I think right. he
0: was scared to get rim stuff, so he didn't want to throw it down any harder.
1: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, what, what's the most fun about playing that style where you guys try to run people out of the gym? What What's the best part about that for you as uh, the point guard? I think the best part is it's easy
0: points. It's easy assists. If people run the floor, you just throw it down there and easy layups in. Probably my second favorite part is when people are bending over holding their knees and can't breathe. I think that's pretty funny to me because that's what I look like in practice all the time. So it's pretty funny.
1: That's pretty good. Well, we mentioned Stu there. What what's it like playing with Justin? He's pretty good as well, from what I've seen. You know, what do you give Stu some grief that, you know, his little brother might actually end up being better than him? We uh we've told Stu a
0: couple times that Justin could probably start over him, and he just laughs it off. But Justin And I think if he gets a little more experience all year, he'll be he'll be really good. And he definitely shoots the ball. He shoots it with confidence, and when he's shooting good, it's he's you can't guard him really. Um, we kind of told Stu that as a freshman, we think his brother's better than him, and that offends him a little bit. But it's kind of funny.
1: <laughs> well. What's it like, you know, being on a team that's been a young team and you guys are getting older and there's younger guys like Justin and some some of the other younger guys on your team that you're trying to bring them along as well so you can kind of keep that Pine Bluffs machine rolling? What's that like? Uh, it's
0: really fun trying to get all the younger kids involved. Uh, the goal is always to have – a a good team every single year and make a run at state every single year. Even after my class leaves, we want to come back and watch them. And hopefully they're in the state championship or at the state tournament or whatever it is. It's it's fun to bring all of the, the younger kids along and give them
1: experience and just let them have fun with us. Before we get to some fun questions here, one last serious one. So what what is the goal for Pine Bluffs Hoops this year? How What do you guys – need to accomplish
0: uh we want to get over that step that we've been tripping on all the time we want to we want to win a state title and we feel like we've had the team for three years now my freshman year we had a shot last year we had a shot things just didn't go right and this year we're a solid team and if we play well we should be we'll be in a good spot by
1: the time state tournament comes around awesome awesome love to hear that can't wait to see you guys Hopefully come up to Casper and you're holding that trophy at the end of it. But you know, a lot of steps to take before that, yep. that occurs. A lot of little steps. First step though is you gotta answer our favorite question to ask people when they come on the podcast here. So you got a burger in front of you. You put anything on this burger, anything you want in the whole world. It's gonna be the Ryan Fornstrom burger. What's what's going on the Ryan Fornstrom burger? I'm I'm probably gonna put an egg on it
0: and probably some bacon um that's probably about it and, and some lettuce some lettuce egg and bacon
1: lettuce egg and bacon so you save the hash browns for stew
0: yeah he can have those i'll eat them on the side not on the burger
2: <laughs> interesting the lettuce is, is an interesting addition there <laughs> I've always liked it. no so just do you, those- do you do you actually eat that pretty often
0: Uh, I eat an egg burger actually when whenever I go to a restaurant and it's on the menu I usually get it the first time I tried it my dad made me try and I was like that's the grossest thing ever and I I tried it and I was like I'm I'm, I'm gonna eat this
1: a lot more (laughs) pops knows best (laughs) everybody has to learn that one 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 day at a time there well Mm -hmm. Pine Bluffs guard Ryan Fornstrom really appreciate you coming on with us really appreciate the time and Good luck going forward, and good luck on Friday, I believe it is, that you guys play Southeast. Cool. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed that. With Pine Bluffs guard, Ryan Fornstrom, and I want to apologize. I'm sitting in this chair, and I know it's very squeaky, so if that's bothering you at home or in the car or wherever you're listening to this podcast, I'll figure that out next week. I'm just – it's certainly bothering me, this chair, so – I apologize, but that was a lot of fun with Ryan. Good talk to him. Always love having Pine Bluffs, Burns, those guys. They're just they're a fun time to talk to those guys. So that'll do it for this episode of the Wild Sports Podcast. We'll be back next week. Can't wait to talk to you again next week. Maybe talk, maybe cowgirls. Maybe the men's team will have finally play the game, supposed to play a game this weekend and then again. I believe on Monday, so maybe by the time we record this next week, we'll have two Mountain West Conference games from the Cowboys to talk about as well. Please continue to rate, review, subscribe, share the podcast. It means the absolute world to Robert and myself. We certainly love doing this each week, and it just—it honestly means a lot that people are out here listening and enjoying the. You know the interviews and the high school basketball and the University of Wyoming talk that Robert and I have. It's it's kind of a window into our text conversations, really. But uh, shout out to Shakewell for the music. Be back next week.
3: trying to prove uh, uh, who you want to impress now, now baby. baby i see you think you got moves so, so smooth, smooth but what you do, do not how would it take you past this test so you better forget everything you